The fort will now detonate in 10 seconds. Mike, the manual says cut the boring wire. What What boring wire? There's only a green wire and a red wire. Five seconds. I, I don't care. Just cut any wire. All right, all right man. Just calm down. I, I'm going to cut the red one. The fort has now been detonated. Yay! Yay! Oh, shit. You are now entering the fort. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 30 of the Fort Podcast! Yeah! yeah! The Fort Podcast, where you get to hang out and pretend with our favorite comedians. I am your host, Ed Galvez. With me are my co-hosts, Kevin Ford. Hey, how's it going? And Mike Constantini. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to our show. <laughs> so, what's going on, you guys? Oh, you know, we're just welcoming people back to our show. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what's going on currently. Uh, how are you guys doing? Good. It's It's been pretty crazy time for me lately I me mean, too just uh between uh my show the punk house just hit up its five-year anniversary hey I, congrats yeah i just turned 34 so you're as old as me now Ed. yeah and kevin doesn't that scare the shit out of you i think i'm the oldest out of all you guys you're yep. everybody's 34 here right yes okay so i'm definitely older than ed when's your birthday kevin april yeah mine's october so I'm oh you're than, almost 35 i'm almost 35 yeah i'm about to turn 35 hey so will you leave us everything in your will? Wait. So a 35-year-old <laughs> sounds like an old man. Hey, everybody. Hey, I'm 35. M- Mike. Let me get my wheelchair. I'll come over. M- Mike, to Kevin's defense, you actually kind of sound like that already. Yeah. Yeah. You've been sounding 35 as long as I've known you. That's the only, only, only one I do my old man voice in the sketches. <laughs> what sketches? We only have memories. Exactly. That's memories and recordings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Kevin's going on a white rod rafting trip. Oh, uh, yeah. This weekend is my cousin bachelor party so oh. we're uh, we're gonna be uh rafting down the russian river now this is your cousin's bachelor party yes now does he actually not want to live to get married because that seems like a very <laughs> a very dangerous a, ba- a very cool thing to do like but it's saying like oh you know what i'm not sure i want to get married but i'm just gonna do this very dangerous thing and if i die i die whatever happens it makes perfect sense is she pregnant uh no no she's not pregnant then why the hell is he getting married although his his, his first marriage uh was to a girl who was pregnant Oh, so it's, it's, no, it's he definitely doesn't want to get up. married. Well, no, because this is the right one. He's been around for a while. It's not a Kevin. Something he has, they, they it's not someone see. he has to marry. It's someone he wants to marry. Kevin, yeah. uh, as I've heard in the the Mothman, uh, I heard a guy say, <laughs> "Whatever is taking you to this trip, it is taking you to die." That's what the Mothman would say to yeah. me if he was here. Because they, that, that's the whole thing. <laughs> he wants that raft to capsize. He doesn't want anyone to make well, it. Thank God he's fictional. Well, River, are you going on like Category Five rapids? No, no, no. I. It's just the Russian River. I don't know what kind of river it is. is that that sounds Sacramento? like a, it's in, uh, yeah, yeah. It's like up there in the Bay Area. If it's the Russian River, it sounds very chaotic. No, yeah, no, no. A r- lot of Russia is very no, chaotic. R- do you, r- do you yeah. have to send a release form? Uh, no. But my uh, my my other cousin. It's it, I got two cousins. They're brothers, and they're the ones who planned the trip. And uh, the one cousin who like booked everything, he uh, he finagled it so that we we're not going to have a guide. And he talked them into letting us like stay overnight, like somewhere hold down on, the river. Hold, like, this is on. getting worse. <laughs> hold on one second. Yeah. He finagled them, not he so that you guys him. don't have to have a guide. Exactly. So There's you a- guys are going into the wild alone without a guide with booze. Does anybody know what they're doing? With booze, um, I'm assuming they know what they're doing. Do you ever you, see you know that you know there's yes, you know there's <laughs> you know there's bears, badgers, um, like hillbilly rapists. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, I mean like uh, communion. I mean Jesus. 
Like uh, communion. What's communion? Or not communion, I'm sorry. Uh, deliverance? Are, are deliverance. You, are deliverance. You about yeah, yeah. my Catholic experience? It's the Tito's box. <laughs> It's the Tito's. Well, Communion was a very scary movie, but Deliverance, yes. I'm talking about Deliverance. And yeah, you're going to go out in the wild without a guide? Yes. And the guy, like, what did he do to sweet talk the guy? I have no idea. But, like, uh, but I guess so, you're supposed you're to so, go down with a guide. You're so pretty. And you, and you're you're not, so pretty. <laughs> wait, why don't you guys want a guide? So we can get fucked up. Yeah, but why wouldn't the guy just be able to get fucked up with no, you? No, because then the guide would be like, hey, no drinking while you're on the river. Oh. But you know. wouldn't you want to be sober while you're going down the whitewater raft and then then at the end be like, woo, Miller time. No, yeah, you don't know my cousins. <laughs> then you guys could do like, like a Juicy Fruit commercial. It's like, Juicy Fruit gets right to ya, gets strong, gets right through ya. <laughs> Kevin, this sounds like a very dangerous trip. It is going to be dangerous. Yeah, I might die. So we're holding auditions for the new third member of the Fort Podcast <laughs> after this <laughs> week. <laughs> <laughs> you have to be able to do a Fort wrap-up enthusiastic and yeah! old-timey style, just like that. <laughs> now we can never replace Kevin on this show. Oh, very easily. Very easily. I'm. I'm no. Like I mean, all you guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm I think. Not, I think everybody on this show is like the John Bonham. I'm. I'm not in one in a million. I'm more like you can't really replace that guy. You know. <laughs> Listen, you don't. You don't have any reservations. Like no, we have reservations. That, you're that's you're how going. You're going into the wild. Into the and, now, what is if that you, legal? Could they get sued? Oh hell yeah! Yeah, what, what if, if I mean, die? what if you guys find a raccoon that just gets really pissed off and like just rages through your camp? No, or we'll or, or, or something goes wrong on the river. <laughs> then the the company we're renting the stuff from could get sued. Probably, yeah. Are you I, worried at all? <laughs> no, I ain't worried. I'd like to hear the conversation between. I'm one of the luckiest people in the world. <laughs> I, bad stuff never happens to me. Even, I would, even when I'm reckless. Well, well, I, what happened to that. your TV? <laughs> we no, but Kevin. Did I mean, that I'm talking about physical harm. Yeah. Um, Kevin did that himself. He moved his TV and it knocked over. Yeah, but, that was my you know. fault. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I, I'd love to hear the conversation between the guy that convinced the guy not to let to let you guys go out. Actually, you probably said please. No, I mean, what would he say though? No, you know what? What would he say? Like, you I know want what? That guy to be my lawyer. <laughs> and how would you try to convince? I, I know he raped a girl, but please let him free. <laughs> what would he say though? It, like, it, was, it was probably something like. Oh come on, man! Like that's not cool. I thought you were a cool guy. What you what you want to come with us and be the mommy? Come on, man! He goes like, "Yeah, you're right." Or he probably said like, "Oh yeah, we're all experienced veterans." Oh, he might have done. He might have lied. We can yeah. go out and we H- can just. Has your cousin done this you know, before? Uh, not not to my knowledge, no. <laughs> <laughs> this is worse. <laughs> like I would want to be sober on, and I love getting drunk, but like <laughs> I would want to be sober on a whitewater rafting trip if I'd never done it before. Well, yeah, I, I'll, I'll, I'm not. I'm not gonna get crazy. I, I'll I'll be the sober one out of all of them. I, I think you're I'm gonna be a sober paddler. I'm, I'm gonna be the old one going out. Let me it, get this straight. It's a, it's a team effort. You guys are planning on being drunk paddling down the river. Well, not just drunk. Probably a little high too. I think they want to bring drugs. <laughs> I'm almost positive they're bringing drugs. <laughs> and when if you, I just hope my family's not listening. That's <laughs> When you make it to the campground, uh-huh. you know you have to be aware of things. Like if you see bear droppings and things like that, it's it's something to be. aware Oh, you don't. When you go camping, you don't go. You don't go out looking oh, for bear droppings. Come Mike, on, Mike. You're worried about the about the minor things. Like I'm worried about actual things. That's like, oh wait, that is dangerous. Mike's like Mike's more worried about the off river stuff. Ed's worried about the on river stuff. Well, okay, yeah. I, I see your point, Ed. Definitely, yeah, I worry about you guys because yeah, like if you hit some like category five rapids, you know, or four, or you three, know, or, you know, or a rock, you know, at a normal rock. speed. You know, when I was a boy scout, I used to go on canoe trips every year so that's right you're you know, an eagle scout that's right so ah, okay well i i am used to traveling down the river in a boat a little redemption do you have a card or something like is I, it something I, like the marines where like when you see like another eagle scout you're like hello brother and then like <laughs> like if you see an eagle scout that's like uh like stuck on the side of the road uh-huh. it's like i'm an eagle scout you're like all right you can stay with me 
Or is, uh, or is it just kind of like, nah? <laughs> yeah, it's more like, nah, because I wouldn't trust him and be like, eh, it looks like a scam. <laughs> Probably wants to knife me in the throat. But Kevin, uh, when you did the Eagle Scouts, did you do it high and drunk? Um, no, there there were some... Who, actually, yeah, some of the fellow Boy Scouts on those canoe trips were high. Wow, no shit. Yeah, are there any are, was there any skills from Eagle Scouts that you take with you now? That you're like, man, it's a good thing I did Eagle Scouts because now I, I have this actually out of, out of all of it i will say uh that um most times i uh i leave things the way i left them that's kind of my uh my thing now what's well, a nice mantra like not just camping but like everywhere you know like in the workplace and when i go to uh, somebody's house like I, w- like women unsatisfied <laughs> i leave them the way i left them <laughs> i'm sad kevin comes along <laughs> i leave them i'm still sad that's the eagle scout way well you know who won't leave you sad who our next guest it's other than Baron Vaughn. Yeah, Baron Vaughn. Uh, uh, from uh, Fairly Legal, and you've seen him do stand-up on Jimmy Fallon and uh, Lopez Tonight. This guy is hilarious, and he also has a new album coming out on AST Records called Raised by Cable. Ooh. We are lucky to have this guy, and he's going to be awesome. Yeah, and, and stick around, everybody, because then after Baron Vaughn, we're going to have the Fort Wrap-Up. Yeah! Come on, come on, come on, come on. Oh, I'm dancing, I'm dancing, stop shooting at my feet. Yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome Baron Vaughn to the Fort Podcast! Yeah, yeah Baron Vaughn! Yeah, yeah. Thanks so much for climbing up to the treehouse. Yeah. Also, yeah. <laughs> Good to be here, gentlemen. I have to tell you, uh, for our listeners, I always uh, ask our, our guests like what drinks they want, and Baron uh, had suggested Dr. Pepper and, uh, and, and rum, which, I, which made my heart sing, because when I was 18, <laughs> not to brag, but I used to work at the Olive Garden for, oh. for four years. And, was, um, that, was that pre-endless breadsticks? No, no, that was that was right in the heyday. Oh, okay, right, right <laughs> at the peak, right at the peak. Yeah, um, the salad days. But it was, but for for eighteen year old kid, it was it was a great job, or at least there, because the bartender, uh, like, I would show up, and then the bartender would just be like, "Get this out of out of my bar," and it would just be a kids' cup filled with Dr Pepper and Captain Morgan. You were eight. 18. Oh, 18. <laughs> I eight. I was like, whoa. Okay. No, when I was eight, I worked in the fields. Uh, <laughs> very, very different. Okay. Um, but anyway, so then, like, that's how, like, I became, like, obsessed with uh, Captain Dr. Morgan. Pepper and rum. Yeah. And then, like, I'd like I'd go to movies, uh, or, like, me and my friends would go to, like, Roundtable Pizza, where you would, because uh, uh, Roundtable Pizza. All the greatest restaurants in the world. <laughs> Olive Garden, Roundtable Pizza. I'm from, pizza? Sal- I'm from Salinas. So. Okay, I got it. <laughs> but you could get the kids' meal for five bucks and the five bucks got you the little miniature pizza and uh and a, and a and a cup for soda so we would get stuffed and and fed and then i'd have a bottle of rum underneath the table oh, and i would yeah. just go fill up my soda and then like we'd all get sloshed and then go see like jackie brown at the Selena movie theater style. i love jackie brown <laughs> <laughs> so you've been doing this for a while getting drunk and going to movies i, th- I thought it was just something we me and you did nope that's something i've been doing that <laughs> i let, let you into my circle <laughs> but i always oh, wow. that's such a real relationship thing i thought that was just between you and me yeah you've done this with every other man you know <laughs> give me some give me their names i want to call them give me their numbers i always thought chuck e cheese was the weirdest of the pizza places because i mean the mascot is a rat well no is the mascot a rat or is it's it... a rat well the mascot guys, for disney guys, guys, guys come on you That's guys don't know everybody this? loves that originally before chuck e cheese it used to be showbiz pizza and it was created by this guy and then um then the, I love how condescending you were. You guys didn't know this. <laughs> <laughs> no, my condes- my uh, condescendingness was was joking. Okay. But but then uh, the Chuck E. Cheese Corporation bought Showbiz Pizza, and they're like, "Hey, give us the characters." And the guy was like, oh. "No." And then he was just like, "Look, 
you can either give us the characters and for free and your characters will live on or we'll just we'll just change the the skin on the robots and and everyone will forget about your your characters and so he he stuck to his guns and uh yeah so they all they it's all the same robots they just took off like um like it was a bear uh uh, yeah and they took off the bear skin and then they just put a rat over it i remember the bear as I was going to say, I thought Chuck E. Cheese was a bear. It's definitely a rat. I mean, I, listen, I was eating a, a pizza, and I had... There's actually a mascot that walks through. Yeah. You know, it's it's the rat. So I was eating the pizza, and there was a giant rat standing next to me. Yeah, but it just wasn't... It just didn't seem appetizing. But it was a college kid, and the rat was also wearing a, a bowler hat. I, but anyway, it used, to, to be, it used to be called the Rock of Fire, and that's what was the original one. Yeah. Well, to be fair, when you think of a rat... Like, ma- mice and rats are more associated with cheese, right? Sure. Yeah. And they like cheese. A bear. I've never heard of a bear that's like, mm, yeah. tiramisu or something. <laughs> yeah. right. I can, rats I like can, cheese. Bears like honey. That's how it goes. Yeah, or, or whatever's a picnic basket. I can yeah. see a mouse. Like, I, I like Tom and Jerry just as much as the next yeah. guy. Uh-huh. But, like, a rat is a little different, I Are think. you sure he's a rat and not a mouse? He's definitely a rat. <coughs> Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, oh, he's gray. No, I mean... It's because he's so huge. Well, yeah. And, you know, I was... Yeah, Chuck E. Cheese is from New York. <laughs> the, last time, the last time I was at uh, Chuck E. Cheese, I was like eight. So, I mean, it's kind of traumatic, you know, eating a pizza with a big rat next to you. I went once. Chuck E. Cheese was sort of like this elusive kind of restaurant, I guess in a kind of a way, like... I remember when it opened, I grew up in Las Vegas, and when it opened in Vegas, like, it was a thing. People were like, oh, we're going to Chuck E. Cheese, and I was never invited. And then I didn't get invited until maybe I was 15 or 16. And then by then, I was always like, uh, I'm too cool for this, or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I used to have birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese, but yeah, I don't associate it with pizza. It's, it's well, ski ball and air The hockey. video game. The video, video games, games yeah. And then cool. yeah. maybe a distant second, oh, we'll have some pizza. But parents would get drunk on beers while their kids run loose. Like, it was, it was, yeah. it was, a, it was a haven for deadbeat they dads. Deserved, they deserved <laughs> yeah. those beers, though. Yeah. <laughs> It's about a bunch of screaming kids high on cheese. <laughs> so you grew up in Las Vegas proper. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what was that like as a kid? I mean, it, that, that, that's I, I always go to Vegas. Yeah. And uh, it's just a whirlwind for me. Like, well, you know how some people say, oh, it's a nice place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. Uh-huh. Imagine living there. Well, that's what I wonder. Yeah, I, <laughs> I've never the, really met th- You think that, that and then you're there for your entire life. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I was born in uh, New Mexico. Oh, okay. Uh, Nuevo Mexico, as we call it. We know, no one ever called it that. Um, in a small town called Portales. And then I was in Tucumcari, New Mexico, which is even a smaller town than Portales. And then I moved to Vegas in 89. We moved there because there's nothing in New Mexico. Like, there's, just, like, soot and poverty, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can't make a living off of those things. So we moved to Las Vegas, which, until the recession started, was the number one fastest growing city in america that's how i knew that something was happening right when 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 i saw that like population was starting to dwindle out of las vegas and that the growth had stunted i'm like something's going on and then i heard all about the, all this economic crisis and i'm like oh well i saw that because huh? <laughs> <laughs> i'm from vegas and that's the place i saw the signs yeah exactly <laughs> um it was it was uh, very i was very latchkey you know in vegas and uh when we first got there we were um in north las vegas north town which is you know, the hood, uh, part of the hood. And we were near Nellis Air Force Base, which wasn't that far from us. And then we moved to closer to the Strip because my mom got a job at the Mirage when that opened, Hotel Casino. And um, we were there for until I moved to college, basically. Uh, but it was because I, I, speaking of arcades, there was like, you know, it was just a lot around me that I walked to because uh-huh. I was a kid. 
Yeah. And it was Vegas, so it was 115 degrees. Like, yeah, especially it, in the summer. I mean, yeah. Oh, and yeah. in the summer, even worse, 123. Oh, I'd always watch the weather be like, how hot is it outside? And the only place that was ever hotter was Phoenix. <laughs> Phoenix, Arizona was always just five degrees hotter. I'm like, how can anyone live there? As a, as a 14-year-old, I'm like, why? <laughs> what are we doing over here with my, my Jackie Mason voice? I can't believe it. <laughs> um, but I would walk to, there was a place called the uh, Gold Coast Casino that I walked to a lot mm. um, that was near me, the Gold Coast and the Rio, and I would go there and play video games a lot, bowl and play video games. And um, the Rio was the place I went when Mortal Kombat <laughs> oh, you're a mortal. You're a mortal combat guy. Well, I'm talking about like this is when it came out. Yeah, where, oh, yeah. where were yeah. you when you first saw Mortal Kombat? It, it is. It is kind of like yeah. a Kennedy assassination. All right, yeah. very quick. Where? Let's go around the table. Where was everybody when Mortal Kombat first uh, came out? The Seven Eleven down the street from my junior high school. Okay, I um, was at the Rio by the myself. I had heard a lot about it, and I walked to the Rio and I played it by myself with a handful of quarters. Mm. Very nice. Well, I think there's, uh, there, I think there's two camps of people. I was an SF2 kid. Uh, I was I was strictly Street Fighter. No, was too. I? I was too. So when yeah. I played Mortal Kombat, I'm like, "What's this block button? Yeah, yeah can yeah, I just yeah. the can I just hit back? What the hell? <laughs> yeah, okay, well, just do half circles for all cool moves instead of like back, back, forward, forward. Uh-huh. Uh, I, 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 I didn't play Mortal Kombat that much. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. looking at the graphics, but everything was too complicated, and I just liked the the simplicity of Street Fighter Two. Yeah, yeah. I, in fact, I still have my S uh, my uh, my SNES. And uh, really? I, I was just talking to Andrew DeWitt about doing a tournament uh, of, nice. of Street Fighter Two. Oh, everyone throw everyone bad. throws Super in. Nintendo. Yeah, uh, that would be excellent. So, <laughs> so are you in? Everyone throws in five bucks, and it's a tournament. And then yeah, I'm in. What oh. the hell are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> Who's your character, Ed? Guile. Guile. Yeah. Mm. Guile. Oh, the flash kick. Uh oh. What Cheater? are you thinking? Cheater move? No, I'm just, <laughs> I'm just going like, mm, yeah, Guile. Lots of charge moves. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there was a, there was actually a, a pizza joint down the street from where I was in Vegas. Uh, there was like a, this little strip mall on the corner of uh, I want to say it was Sp- Spring Mountain and some other street that I can't remember exactly. But there was a pizza shop and there was a video game, uh, yeah. a video game store, but a, a video store. Yeah. And the guy who owned the video store was a guy named Kim, who basically looked like a buff Gabe Kaplan. Like he was like he had this huge Jufro and a big fat mustache, and he was like huge. And him and his son owned this video store, and I would go in there all the time and rent Sega Genesis games because I was a Genesis kid. Yeah. So I would rent like Mickey Mouse Castle of Illusion for a month. I'm like, oh, beat that and bring it back uh-huh. and then I started wandering into the Oscar movie section mm. and this guy Kim couldn't have been happier that I was like I don't remember how old I was 13, 14 and he was like oh, I'm going to teach you about movies <laughs> <laughs> young Padawan <laughs> yes take Goodfellas home and let me know how you feel I know it's rated R but I, I see potential in it. <laughs> but then there was a place right down the right in the same thing that was like a pizza place that had Street Fighter 2 uh, the regular Street Fighter 2 oh. of uh-huh. which which I always used to do the glitch moves do you remember the, the glitch moves handcuffs exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly the move I'm talking about uh-huh. that guile move where you the person's frozen I would do that when people yeah. would play with me and they're like what what's going on what is happening what is happening uh and then they also had and this was my, this started my love affair because i believe still to this day that the best fighting games ever are neo geo games <laughs> <laughs> because you know, they had they had fatal fury 
and I would play the Chris app out of that game. <laughs> I remember after Neo Geo went away, like they still made games for it. Mm-hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I mean that that was like an old system. Mm-hmm. That well, the that, games were the size of books. They were. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Yeah. Um, but it was that popular. Like we're like even after they stopped production, they still made games for it. Yeah, they did. And um, I mean, isn't that the whole reason that there's emulators? Yeah. Right? Just to kind of like preserve, well, now there the, is. Yeah, it's preserve a, the software in some sort of way. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But yeah, Neo Geo games, Final, uh, was it Final Fury? Fatal Fury. Fatal Fury. And yeah. then uh, King of Fighters. Yeah. King and of, then, uh, King. yeah, King of Fighters. Mm-hmm. And then Samurai Showdown 3. That was my shit. <laughs> <laughs> See, I never had, I never played with Neo Geo, but I did have a Turbo Graphics. <laughs> what? Yeah. You, had, did? You, had, you had Bonk's Adventure? Yes, I had oh, Bonk's Adventure. Wow. Did you have Slaughterhouse too? Slaughter- yes, I had Slaughterhouse. Oh. I remember Slaughterhouse. I knew a kid that had a turbo graphics and i was like what can i come over <laughs> slaughterhouse was like I, I i never had a turbo graphics but i always wanted one just because i like friday the 13th and i'm like slaughterhouse is like a perfect game for that you know yeah it was it was scary it's funny like when you play like castlevania now and thinking back to when you were a kid playing castlevania or slaughterhouse like yeah. in, in, in your bedroom like <laughs> turned down really low you're like uh this is so scary <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> and, and then but, now you play it you're like i was a punk ass bitch like, <laughs> <laughs> well i remember my my uh in the apart the last apartment complex i lived in in Vegas, my one of my best, my best for one of my best friends became this kid that lived right above me. His name Jose, um, Jose Idias. If you're listening, <laughs> on the radio. But um, he had he bought a PlayStation when the PlayStation oh, came the original, out. yeah, yeah. He was oh. the first person I knew that had one. That was, and he would, of course refused to let me ever touch the freaking sure. remote because <laughs> I would just sit there watching him play Resident Evil. Like this is amazing. Uh-huh. Look, yeah, look what'll happen next, bro. You know, the PlayStation to me was that pivotal point in video games that like it's like okay now we're in a new realm well playstation th- th- people say that that i guess that was the the ushering in of what era of video games we're in now like exactly the seventh strata i don't know some people have really <laughs> I, w- I went on a wikipedia page in, uh, recently yeah. and was like oh all these movements of games because you're talking about turbo graphics what was that other one that was there was another one i want to say it was called like a ebo or bbo or something like that a system even- it was a system. Links? Not the links. Maybe I can remember. Mm-hmm. I knew a kid that had one and I was like, what is that? And the graphics were excellent on it. But it only yeah. lasted a short time, right? It did last a short time because yeah. every everything basically the Genesis and the Super Nintendo just destroyed everything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that used to be a freaking fight. Yeah. <laughs> on my block. Genesis, Nintendo. Nintendo had better graphics. Genesis was a faster process. I should know this because that was another system that they kept making games for. Uh, after the after the system after the system got done with the yeah. action, like I would go to a Game Boy, mom and pop kind of. It still exists. It still exists. Yeah, totally they, stole that title. They, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they have a or, or sorry, uh, did I say Game Boy? Game yeah. dude, Game dude. Uh, <laughs> Game Boy grew up. That, that's so. the uh, <laughs> yeah yeah. It's, it's like you grew up to be a dude. That's yeah. the uh, Tito's vodka talk. Sorry, Game dude. <laughs> Um, yeah, but they they had like games that were still like being produced for this system. Dreamcast Let's, was kind of like that. It was like, oh yeah, that was, was it. it was no, it was not the Dreamcast. That wasn't the Dreamcast. I'm that was it. Up. Yeah, we're like it, it, up on Wikipedia right now. Came and went like real fast. Yeah. Do you know but, like, but, like there's more fans of the Dreamcast still like that after like five years after that console just took a dive. Yeah. People, that was a CD console. They still, wasn't yeah, it? They, yeah, they still mm. made CD games. It was the it's same thing as like the Neo Geo. <laughs> was that was that their was thing? Uh huh. Yeah, it's thinking. It's thinking. Yeah, that's creepy. Yeah, remember that? It is really creepy. Yeah. We're going same voiceover guys. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> it is. <laughs> 
shoom, shoom. <laughs> what is it about children whispering that people think it's okay to put it in a commercial? It, oh, yeah. Well, it was actually Zach Del Rocha. Anger is a gift. <laughs> you could turn that into a horror movie. Taste the rainbow. Easily, yeah. <laughs> and it'd be about leprechauns and like just I don't like people. little kids whispering. I don't like little kids singing either. Little kids singing, like creeps me out you hate happiness well you know why you yeah, hate Chris. Little kids. you're a grinch yeah but, but kevin that that's probably from the uh, old um nightmare on elm streets you know yeah, exactly. yeah one two exactly. Freddy's coming for you exactly you. Chil- pre- children sing, uh, children and thanks to like all those you know japanese horror movies that we turned into like american movies like ring and the grudge mm-hmm. like if i see like a you know like a small kid kind of break dancing in herky-jerky fashion <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. walking through a hospital with the lights flickering i'm like oh, yeah. this is not a good situation uh, no, all right now did you see insidious no, I didn't. Oh, okay. Uh, now, this wasn't a kid. This was just a, a, a small man, I guess. Uh, something about, about like, maybe, like, between four or five feet. That was, like, about four and a half feet. Wait a minute. Small man? Yeah. In is, that, is, is that the twist? What? No, no, no. <laughs> no. It but, was a woman. You gotta, you gotta lots, of, lots of spirits are coming out. But anyway, there's a small being that that's dancing to tiptoe through the tulips, and it's the most frightening thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like horror movies, Barry? Um, I love horror movies. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. I do and I don't, and I have a lot to say about this, but what were you going to say? But no, I was going to say Insidious is one of the... It, for me, Insidious is one of the scariest movies I've seen. You put it up there, top ten or right. top five? Top five. Top five? Yeah. All right, what do you have to say about horror movies? Well, I'm, okay. I'm very intrigued. There was this... Well, have you guys seen The Orphanage? El Orfanato? Yes. yes. El yes. Orfanato. Yes. yes. Right. So I saw it in New York at the Sunshine Theater. You know, art house. <laughs> Accessible art house, because there's probably New Yorkers who are like, that's not an art house. Mm. And then they put their hands on their hips, like, what else? <laughs> to Chuck E. Cheese, I go. Um, they have to go to Jersey for that. But um, I saw it, and then um, it was one, it's one of those theaters where like, they'll blow up a review. You yeah. know, and put it as a poster in the oh, lobby, yeah. uh-huh. just like a kind of like a uh, just like a cardboard cutout layout thing. And I went to see it. I don't remember who with maybe my friend Livia Scott. And um, I first of all, I loved it. Yeah. Loved every moment of it. And the review in the lobby was, I think it was Entertainment Weekly, and it summed it up so beautifully. Like because I do and I don't like horror movies. Okay. I have a friend in college, this guy Michael, who just loves horror movies. Mm-hmm. He's into supernatural and occult stuff. He he's been like to haunted houses and had like a medium and like all this stuff and like tape recorded the guy who was the medium, and you can see there's a green orb by his head, man. I'm like, <laughs> okay, Michael, but um, <laughs> we. He, he, I'm, okay, so this review said something I thought was great. In, if you think about like action movies in the same way of horror movies, people get, when, especially when it comes to movies, people get jaded quickly. Oh, yeah. People get to that, I've seen it, I've seen it. So you have to make it bigger, faster, stronger. We can rebuild it. You know, like every year, sure. Yeah. Explosions get builder, uh, builder, <laughs> the explosions get bigger, and, um, the horror. And, then, and gets, the guy, like, that flies slow motion away from the explosion gets even yeah. slower. Exactly. <laughs> it's even explo- the explosion gets bigger and he gets slower and his expression is more exaggerated. He's like, whoa, I'm Bruce Willis! <laughs> um, so this e- this Entertainment Weekly review of El Orfanato, he put it, I don't remember who it was, I don't know if it was Owen Gleiberman or whatever, uh, but he put it so beautifully in that we're in an age of, of, he said, sensationalism in terms of our horror movies in that it, it's literalism, that the most popular horror movies are Saw and Hostel, where you're watching people get 
tortured. Sure. You're literally yeah. just watching someone's flesh being sliced. The question is, what would it look like if we sliced this person open? And then they show it to you, and because they're franchises, even, they leave you with this feeling of, and it's out there. Yeah, even, yeah. even, uh, <laughs> even Silence of the Lambs really, uh, not really a horror movie, more suspense. Well, yeah, they, yeah. Silence of the Lambs is very It was more reality-based, yeah. Exactly. And, yeah. So he said that a movie like The Orphanage, and by extension, Pan's Labyrinth, because he kind of said some great things about Pan's Labyrinth also, mm-hmm. um, is the cure. He said it's the antidote for sensationalism. Mm-hmm. He's like, here's a movie with a story. Here's a movie with a plot, with compelling cal- characters. Two simultaneous plots, actually. Exactly. Which was oh, I'm like, mm, fascinating. I'm chills yeah, thinking it was, about it. it, was, it but was, that you, you're with this woman, and it's like, there's, no, there's very little gore. In yeah. the movie. There's like two times uh, where you see blood. Except for yeah. when the guy like sews up his cheek. That's pretty uh, tough. No, no, no. But that's like one time. Yeah. You're talking about the girl that gets the hit by the car. Or no, no, no. no, no you're I'm, talking about Pan's Labyrinth. Pan's Labyrinth, sorry. Oh, the, uh, yeah, yeah, the, uh, yeah. Very different. Yeah. But yeah. still, that's a little yeah, the, gore the, the for Pan's Labyrinth. The woman who gets, yeah. gets hit by the car, that's like the only time where yeah. you see something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she like breaks a, a fingernail. Yeah. She right. gets like a hand caught in the yeah. door and her, her, her fingernail's bleeding. You're just with her and you're like... So you get into it and you get horrified, sure. like what is going on? And they're talking about like he's like um, a child with a sack over its head. <laughs> yeah. When you first see it, he's like, it's more terrifying than anything that any studio is thinking yeah. of right yeah, now. Yeah. See, that was insidious or, or, though too. There was very little. Well, I gotta uh, check it out now. The, the scene that 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 like from uh, Orphanage that that totally like <laughs> freaked the shit out of me was the. Uno, dos, tres, toca la pared. It's like one kid. Uno, dos, tres, toca la pared. Oh, yeah. Three kids. You know what? I was, I didn't, that wouldn't like freak me out. It kind of gave me hope. Sort of, <laughs> no, it, did, it did because she's like, she's channeling the spirits of kids she knew that she was friends with. And they're in a good mood. They're playing a game. Like when ghosts are in a good mood, there's nothing better. But are they going to stay you never that know way? If, you don't yeah. know. Because ghosts are moody. You know, they go from happy to they angry are real well, quick. Because the one, the one that really ha- got me was when uh, Geraldine Chaplin, Charlie Chaplin's daughter, who's in every Latin movie ever. She lives in fucking Argentina. She played the medium. Oh, yeah? She played the medium. She's in, she's like in uh. like a lot of Almodovar movies. Like talk. I don't remember what she's in. But... um. She's the medium in that, that scene where she goes into the room and, like, the sound, and she sees, like, there's nothing there, but she hears the children screaming. Yeah. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> but the, this is what this guy said. The one thing that Pan, a movie like Pan's Labyrinth or The Orphanage gives you that saw, not the one thing, but, like, saw and hostile, many things. First of all, it's plot-oriented, it's plot oriented, but at the end of both movies, the movies end. Sure. There's a there's a release. There's a catharsis of like, oh man, that sucks. Like whereas yeah. with, with yeah, saw it's yeah. like exactly. on almost episode there's always nine. A, there's always some kind yeah. of cliffhanger. Like it's not over yet. Yeah, yeah exactly. But there's a conclusion eight. to these movies where you leave like, you you know like feeling better in yeah. a sort of a way. Like oh, that's she found out what she needed to find out. It sucks. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm gonna go have a burrito now. Or, yeah. you know, <laughs> now it's time for a hot dog. Pan's Labyrinth on it. Had, has one of like my favorite endings of like any movie I've ever seen. Yeah, I that's a wonderful ending. And, and I would say though, Insidious. I'm still looking though, up Genesis on Wikipedia. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Just to let you know, continue what you're saying. Insidious though, like um, I was watching that alone one night, and uh, you know it's kind of dark and everything. There was one scene I was holding a drink in my hand, and like. It was so terrifying. I actually leapt and I dumped my drink like half of it on me, <laughs> and it, it was that kind of like just shocking, scary. But it wasn't gory, like yeah. you're saying. Well, no, what the thing? It is- was just 
absolutely creepy. Like they really got you with the. the it was creepy. I got chills up my spine. It was just when I watched it. Yeah, because well, what the thing is, it's kind of like that, or with House of the Devil, or uh, like even I'm sorry, like House of the Devil. I haven't yeah, seen that. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, or, or Trespassers, where sure, it's basically a most horrible metaphor I can give it is what burlesque is supposed to be. Where you respond to what you don't see, you respond to oh, what's uh, not happening so much <laughs> yeah, more uh-huh. than you know. Uh, yeah, okay. But real life burlesque is not really like yeah. that. But it's 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 more like the teasing that that yeah. Yeah. We yeah. we on the fort we differ though because Kevin's not into the supernatural as and, much. And well, Ed is right. I, I like horror movies. But Ed is yeah, very. Ed specific. is actually the 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 toughest critic of most horror movies. Really? But I'm the biggest fan of. Yes. Uh, like, but you I, are the that's toughest. That's why critic. he's the toughest critic. Yeah, champion the, the ones fan. he loves. Yeah. yeah. And then, but then Mike hates fish. And then me. Yeah. I don't. I do not like horror movies about fish. I'm sorry. I like, like that metaphor, me. by the way, of uh, what what burlesque is supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> that's a perfect metaphor. Because <laughs> every time I see burlesque, and maybe it's just because I haven't seen a lot of good burlesque. Because there's certain burlesque performers whose names you hear of, I've yeah. never seen any of them perform. Yeah, <laughs> Dita Von Teese performs like at maybe the Playboy Mansion, where I'm never invited to. Right? There's some <laughs> some woman in uh, there's a couple people in New York. Like I remember this woman called the world world famous Bob. She calls herself or something. That they're supposed to be amazing. I've never seen them. <laughs> yeah, it's always like girls who are cute, but you don't they don't have that. Thing. No, I always see that chubby that chick from my work. Yeah. <laughs> I prefer to see the chubby That's chick her from name. my work. Yeah. Personally, I prefer the chubby chick from my work. I'd be scared of burlesque chicks, I think, because or burlesque women. Uh-huh. Why is that? You know, I got freaked out when I went to... It was actually in Vegas. Um, I was at one of my friend's bachelor party, and we went to... Uh, you went to a strip club. A strip was, club. Was that, was in that Vegas? burlesque? Well, it wasn't burlesque, but I, I, I relate strip clubs. <laughs> yeah, a strip club is not burlesque. Well, yeah. it's kind of like what burlesque has become, I think. A strip club? Yeah, it, in, it's, in some it's like saying that, like, uh, I don't I don't like American Gladiators, because I went to an MMA fight, and... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> burlesque is about women, you know, well, showing like, off well, their... Th- there's, some, there's some places that kind of cross the yeah. lines, like uh, Jumbo's Clown Room, you know, sometimes the girls will come Oh, out, yeah. And, but they'll be, it'll be like, you know, like a cowboy dance, and they'll, like, they'll do, like, a whole show where they're, they got, like, they're riding a horse, and they got a gun, and... But I went to, I went like, to a strip club in like Vegas, story to and... And I don't know, like, one of the bouncers just shoved me into a chair, like, right at the front. What was his attitude? Uh, nothing. He just, he was trying to move us along, Sit. you know? Yeah. He wasn't mean or anything. He just, like, he's like... He wasn't like Ving Rhames in the movie, uh, <laughs> Striptease starring Demi Moore. No, <laughs> not at all. He just sat me down. He's like, you're gonna love this! But then, um, like, I didn't realize this, but when you sit in the front row, mm-hmm. and the girls, like, the girls kept coming up to me. And they were like doing that, but you're supposed to tip them. Oh, but I yeah, didn't yeah. realize that if you sit in the front, you're supposed to tip. What's it like under the oh, rocket? Oh yeah, lip? you are supposed to do <laughs> because that, yeah. the stripper kept saying like you sh- you need to tip, and I'm like the stripper oh. on stage. Yeah. Wow, that's and then I, I was really like, okay, so I put a dollar, you know, <laughs> or whatever. But then I got up, or no, actually, the bouncer came over and he's like, dude, if you're gonna sit in the front, you need to tip. Yeah. And I'm like, motherfucker, you put me here. I didn't say that. Like, but I just, uh, like, how old, breaking how the fourth wall. I am not going to tip to this lack of commitment. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was in my twenties, but I'd never, I never. I know strip club. I'd been to a strip club before, and I never realized there was like a uh, a tier factor where you sit like. Were you sitting next to friends that came with you that were tipping? Uh. No, I got separated, and, and this guy just shoved me in the chair. So yeah, yeah. goinks is all I can say. Yeah, like I'm sitting yeah. here, I'm not going to find my friends, which is fine. <laughs> I mean, but I didn't, I just didn't realize the etiquette. I didn't know because ah. I've never been to a strip club where, like, where depending on where you you sit, you have to tip. Yeah, I was recently just talking about going to a strip. I've only been to one, 
in my life. Ooh. And uh, it was thanks to a friend when I turned 18 in Vegas. He was like, let's go to this place. And he had been there before because he turned 18 like a couple months before I did. And I went – I've only been once um, except when I was in Portland a couple months ago. I went to another one. But the Portland strip clubs are just kind of like – it's very like – it's more burlesque where it's like these – you know, like this kind of postmodern feminism sort See, of thing. It is burlesque. It's going right? on. It's wearing Birkenstocks. It's burlesque. So it doesn't even count. It's what you're saying. It doesn't even count. Yeah, exactly. Like, so you only been to one. In yeah. 90 – I guess 98 yeah. um, when I went to this strip club when I was 18, it's um, – it wasn't what I was ex- – because I did not know that first of all you can't that you can't drink like nobody can drink like I knew I was I couldn't drink because I wasn't twenty one I was Ooh. eighteen but like they're like oh no it's only sodas because you know guys get drunk and they get handsy um, but we did sit in the front and my friend informed me that when you sit in the front you have to tip see I never knew that and then he was like if you put a dollar in your mouth then they will take it away from you in creative <laughs> ways yeah yeah so well, I, had, I had a couple of boobs. I guess flank, <laughs> flank, and my, massage my face to the point of taking away the dollar. And I was like, I don't know how I feel about all of this. Right. Well, have I told you guys about my Jumbo's Clown Room experience? Mm, uh, you, you is went? that a strip club? Jumbo's yeah, Clown Room? Yeah, no, it, it, it's the claim in, to fame is that uh, Courtney Love used to strip there. But, um, it's in Los I, Angeles. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Uh, okay. It's like Normandy and Hollywood. But anyway, um, like I. Years ago, uh, I had like this group of friends, and this girl uh, was would always be like, "Oh, let's go to Jumbo's, let's go to Jumbo's," and everyone else would be like, "Yeah." And I don't wait, wait, wait. A girl did? Was she gay or was she just wanted to see women dance? No, she, she, no, she's straight, but she loves the female yeah, form. I, and... I feel like that's really common now. Yeah, yeah. No, it, it's like the was she, was she a dancer? No, but she loved like oldie timey artsy. Oh, okay. Artsy, yeah, but anyway, she uh, she would always initiate going to jumbos, and I was just like, oh, I hate it because drinks are expensive, and they breathe fire. Sleazy. They breathe fire there. Yeah. Oh, well, really? And someone uh, told me that it was like, oh, there's this girl, and I, I I had actually seen her do it before, where she will actually smoke out her butt. Uh, like you give her a cigarette and money. Wow, and, sounds like Bangkok. Yeah. So <laughs> so my buddy gives me a cigarette and two dollars, and he's like, oh. Uh, it's like Lola's on stage or whatever her name was. He's like, go go put this on there. So I was going to go to the bathroom. So I just walked by and I put the $2 and, and the cigarette on the stage. She takes her whip and just like whips it. And she's like, no, five. And like, I was just like, wait a minute. The, wait, what, ac- what accent is that? What? I, I, she was like, Russian. Like, Russian. No, no, she was like, she was like, South American, but uh, uh, part man, part like so wow. a, lot, a lot was going on with this thing, and I was just like, the difference between you being a classy artist and trash is three dollars. <laughs> Yikes! That was an insult. Yeah. Two dollars <laughs> kind of a cigarette for our three dollars. Completely different personality. Yeah. For, for, our, for our listeners, Ed, could you describe Jumbo's clamor? Because it's not you don't go to see really yeah. That's hot well, women. There's, there's no nipples. You go to see no, clowns. There's yeah. no, vagina, well, no, no titties. It's, it's yeah. It's, they, they keep their clothes on. For it's the most famous. Part. I mean, like yeah. hmm. guys. Go Where there. is it again? Hollywood and Normandy. Uh, yeah, it's like around there. <laughs> hmm. um, okay. Yeah, Hollywood east of the 101. Yeah, right. and I, I may have misrepresented myself. I don't go to a lot of strip clubs. I mean, I, I yeah, you definitely. Well, it was clear that you don't yourself. go to a lot of strip clubs. No, I mean, actually, uh, like Titty Bar Constantini. You know, <laughs> <laughs> when I was at my my very lowest, I went with my friend. Uh, I used to work at a a theater doing lights with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. And one night, that after was your show, lowest. Well, this was oh, because I'll tell you why. <laughs> uh, this was because I only had like illuminating maybe, performers again. I only maybe had like two hundred fifty dollars. Oh, my, my <laughs> I only had like two hundred fifty dollars in my bank account. Okay, and so that's your lowest. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't have that now. I, I had <laughs> negative two hundred fifty dollars in my bank. Ed, account. you didn't let you didn't let me finish. Let, let him finish. Oh, yeah, okay. Let's let him finish. Go ahead. So we went to a strip club. 
I'm not a big fan of going to strip clubs. I don't like, I don't like it when women talk to me because they want my money. <laughs> you mean like every day? What? <laughs> exactly. Am I right, fellas? That's a scathing <laughs> fucking so anyway, ex- example of women. All right. We went to this little strip club down by the, the, uh, the coast, um, down by the beach, and uh, we, uh, we went in, and then uh, my friend got a bunch of lap dances, and I kept seeing him like through the night. He just kept going back to the ATM machine, and the the stripper would follow him and like talk to him like, at the look, ATM at the ATM. Wow. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I hope she's not seeing your pin numbers and, and all that. Mm-hmm. But anyway, what I spent my money on was uh, they had this masseuse going around, and it was it was kind of like a burly woman. She wasn't like hot or anything. She was just giving massages. But uh, my neck was kind of bothering me that night. <laughs> So I had her just start giving me massages, and I spent, like, like she's like, do you want me to keep going? I'm like, yeah, please do, please do. <laughs> and by the end of the night, it was, like, $150 short for wow. back massage? For, for neck massages. Neck massage? From an That's unattractive I, woman. Yeah. How many, how many <laughs> yeah. songs was that? Uh, it was about, like, Seven songs or something like that. Yeah, oh, then that's not that bad. I guess strip clubs do keep track of time. One hundred fifty dollars. Uh, yeah, yeah. Like that by seven. But when I saw my bank account, but it was just, like it was almost massages, drained. Though that's pretty bad. Point and I realized order. I basically <laughs> just I basically just got a massage at a strip club. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but speaking of like massages, I th- I think I need to get one because like I haven't been able to sleep because my neighbors have just been like arguing all the time. Really? Oh, uh, that yeah. sucks. Yeah, it just argues all the time about like like <laughs> stupid shit. Like he's kind of here. I actually. Uh, did you record something? No, but I remembered it, and it, uh, and, and let me. Let's, let's, that's better than a recording. Listen to my memory because it, it goes something like this. This was last. Uh, this was this morning's argument. Good morning, honey. Good morning, sweetie. Breakfast will be ready in a minute. It smells great. Can you do me a favor? Can you go to the garage and get me a jar of capers? Sure thing. God damn it! What is it, dear? The goddamn spiders again. They moved into the corner of the ceiling. They are taking over the neighborhood. Oh, relax, dear. Don't be arachnophobic. Hey, hey, I'm not being arachnophobic, okay? Some of my best friends are scorpions. Your cousin found one on a camping trip. You were never friends with it. It doesn't matter. Look, if we let them do everything that they want to do, they're going to want to marry other spiders. And then there will be a big parade down Main Street. Do you want that, honey? Of course you don't. Cobwebs everywhere. You're overreacting. Spiders offer a lot to the community. They keep it nice, and they eat flies. How are you going to feel when our son goes to prom with that brown recluse? I'm not even sure what that means. It's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Tarantula. If there was one snake in the Garden of Eden, then I'm sure there was at least a spider somewhere. Hmm. Uh, am I the only person not crazy in this world? I'll get it. Hey there, I'm Bob. This is Melton. Hello. We just bought the house next door and wanted to introduce ourselves. Pleased to meet you. I made you lemon squares. Bunny, who was... Oh my god! Oh my god! Shut the door! Shut the door! Do not let them in! What's wrong? Why is he climbing on the table? They are getting closer! Get them out! They are going to breed in the walls! What? Oh, okay, okay. I'll take care of this myself. Put your shoe back on! Get out! Ow! What the heck? You're crazy! And stay out! You didn't have to do that! I didn't want to kill them in my house. It's bad luck. This bird will eat them or something. Oh dear. Fucking headache. I hate that guy. Wow. I mean, he sounds like he's just afraid of gay people. <laughs> what? 
Uh, gay, gay people and spiders. Yeah, and I think both are fine. Uh, yeah. Well, actually, I don't want either one biting me, I but mean, I think. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a spider has eight legs. What's gayer? Yeah. <laughs> I have to say, like, He's I'm probably tried to kill Ed with his shoe several times. <laughs> hey. I'm, I'm afraid. Yeah. I, I'm actually like very arachnophobic. I, I got to admit, not because. Wait a minute. Earlier on. today, I went to kill a spider yeah. in your backyard. And you're like, oh, don't do it. Oh. Well, Ed, you you took a fucking <laughs> Ed, you took a fucking blowtorch to it, and you were gonna. I like, took. A fireplace lighter. Right, which is kind of a blowtorch in a way. A really small-scale blowtorch. <laughs> you were going to light it on fire like it was a witch in the Inquisition of the Salem witch trials. And, I, you know, it's like, look, I'm scared of them, but I don't want to, you know, i just rather shoo it off, you know? You know, That's I, the only thing. I, okay, I, when I moved into my place in L.A. here, I had a lot of spiders in there. I killed nine spiders. And uh, after that, the crickets came. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> Shouldn't have killed those spiders. <laughs> it's like the spiders don't make sound. It's like one plague after the other. Yeah, well, because they and, were probably eating the crap out of those and, crickets. Yeah, the uh-huh. crickets actually, or sorry, the spiders actually eat crickets. Exactly, yeah. man. And now I keep finding crickets. I just vacuum them up and then flush and then, them. Yeah. It's, then, it's then like do the right thing. The it's a bug's life. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, Sal, why are there no crickets on the wall? <laughs> but to Ed's defense, like Ed's not a bad guy. Like I mean, I look, I understand. Um, Audience, in sure. case you think, were wondering, no, no, it's it's I not think, a bad guy. I think Ed is a bad guy. No, like <laughs> if I, you're a spider, I'm the worst guy. Let's take Ed, a are vote. You a, are you a bad guy, Ed? <laughs> let's take a vote. Uh, if you're a spider, I'm your worst enemy. Uh-oh. If you're a person, I'm. I think we're voting nice. on this. Is what <laughs> well, I'm kind of the same way though, because like, okay, th- in this case today, the spider was outside. But you know, if there's a spider in Wait my, a minute. it was outside. It was outside. Yeah, that was a spider that you were gonna burn. Yeah, that wasn't was, even inside the house. It wasn't in the house. Yeah, you were huge, a bad guy. He made this huge <laughs> cobweb. He made this huge cobweb right over where we usually do spiders sit make cobwebs? Well, they yeah, make, but yeah, they're not they supposed do. to do it where the humans. But how are they with a cob salad? Yeah, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it was a web with like blue cheese and bacon. <laughs> <laughs> a cobweb salad. <laughs> but Baron, did you did you? Did you actually think the spider was in the house and Ed was going to light it on fire? Because, I mean, that would be like a huge fire hazard. Yeah, I mean, I would That's how you burn down. <laughs> think about it. Like, the, the, the spider lights on no, fire. If it's, it's, it crawls, okay, first like, of all, on fire, and then it all, crawls we, everywhere. We and established it, like, it was not a blowtorch. <laughs> right? Like, a blowtorch is hard to Mike aim. is full of shit, is what he is. If, if it was a lighter, you can slowly move it up into the spider's legs. And he's like, hey, what's going on? It's so hot up here. <laughs> and then it doesn't, touch, it doesn't touch the ceiling or the blah, blah, blah. But I guess I, I would be more bothered by a spider that's inside than a spider well, that's outside. Well, that's my point. You see, like, this is where But I it was come to where Ed's we were defense. sitting. <laughs> this is where I come it's to It's where Ed's. we were sitting. Come on, you're outside. <laughs> this is where I come to Ed's defense, though, because, like, if there is a spider <laughs> in my bedroom, which I've had happen, uh, I can't go to bed no, unless I there. kill the spider. And yeah. I had a Mexican standoff, I like to call it, with... Uh, that's racist. It's not racist. The Mexican standoff is, like, where... Mexicans Dude. stand off all the time <laughs> <Yeah>. with police <laughs> in Arizona. <laughs> uh, no, seriously, this one spider, like for 45 minutes, I, I I would move and then it would move and it moved really fast. Oh. And then I would move and I'd move and, and like we stood there for like, you know, 45 minutes, like thinking, what, what are we going to do? Because mm-hmm. I'm really arachnophobic. 45 minutes, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I bet it was like one minute. <laughs> well, but, I guess. No, it was seriously like 35 minutes at I was least. In, I was in Vancouver <laughs> yeah. for four months last year, right? And I was staying in this place where the, the, the I was staying in this house, right? These guys own this house and uh-huh. they had a, 
uh, like kind of an apartment unit, and that's yeah. where I stayed. But next door, the people next door were doing construction. Yeah. So there were guys digging up the ground. And, like, you know, the pipes were exposed. I guess they were redoing, like, the pipes or the plumbing or whatever. But they were digging up the ground, and there were, like, huge planks of woods. And that, number one, attract spiders. Yeah. And when you're digging up the ground and the spiders that are down there, like, hey, what's up? So I kept seeing spiders in my place all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I... Big ones? Big ones? or Some some were big, but not, like, scary ones. Right. Because I did in- immediately go online and, like, look up what spiders are indigenous to British Columbia, <laughs> Canada. <laughs> There's a spider up there called... And this is... Amazing, it's called the um, the fake black widow. <laughs> so it's not poisonous. It's not poisonous. It looks exactly like a black widow. Uh, the only thing it doesn't have it doesn't have that hourglass. Yeah, the red the hourglass. Hour. It doesn't That's have key. that. Uh, but of course, that, when you're that, looking at it, you're like, "Oh my god, it's a black widow!" So you're not uh, looking like, "Wait a minute, that must yeah. be can't, doesn't know how to keep time." Yeah, <laughs> I was thinking the fake black widow would have like a knockoff Prada purse, <laughs> <laughs> a, a purse I got in Chinatown. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that must be like really bad on that spider's self esteem, though. Because, exactly, that's what I thought. It's like that yeah. spider knew it was called the fake black widow. Has nothing else going. I sort of look like a spider that's poisonous. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hum. Now, it just breaks up with its with its husbands after he has sex with it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a black, black ex, ex-wife. A fake, a fake black, ex-black black widow. Yeah. Um, but I just realized, I guess when I was there, I realized that spiders in a house, which are usually house spiders, mm-hmm. most of the time when they're in a house, they're pretty useful. They're pretty useful. My friend killed a spider with his paintball gun in his bedroom one time. What? Yeah. That's Wait, good aim. That's that's yeah, yeah that's really amazing good aim. aim. I mean, yeah. Like but then, how, yeah, he how was, he was proud that? of himself, but then he was all pissed because he had to repaint like the next morning. <laughs> 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 splattered paint. He's all like, over "Why is that yeah. ball of paint there?" <gasps> oh, right. I, uh, I totally got that awesome shot on that spider last night. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. I'm sorry. It just came to me what the name of that video game system was. Oh, <laughs> no way! What is it, Baron? What is it? I believe it was called the 3DO. 3DO? Oh, I'm gonna 3DO. look it up right now. I'm gonna type in 3DO. Let's let's have different conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to derail this like it's a train in Super Eight, but um, let's see. Three. I didn't see Super Eight. You, did you didn't see that? Yeah, um, yeah was, I did. We all saw it together. Is yeah. it good? What do you think? We- Wait, oh, Baron. You know, okay. Enough said. <laughs> no, no. First of all, it's it's what it's the teaming of J.J. Abrams and uh, Steven Spielberg, and it's reminiscent of it's like Goonies meets E.T. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, my 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 review of it was it's Stand By Me T. It, that's def- that's that's a better review. Like Super Eight was a terrible movie. Can like, uh, hey Kevin, have you seen any terrible movies lately? Uh, yeah. There's actually this really shitty looking spy movie coming out. I uh, I don't want to watch it, but. Like, there's this ridiculous scene, like, that they posted on YouTube, like a preview clip. Well, if you don't want to watch it, then we don't have to talk about it. No, I want to play it, though, just just so you know what I'm talking about. Like, how ridiculous. That's how I know I want to see a movie. If a movie's intentionally bad, yeah. I always financially support it. You know, I was, I was sick of hearing that shitty uh, neighbor spider story, but I let you tell the story. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm a million times. I'm just saying I'm interested in this preview. So, uh, so how many players could play on a 3DO? <laughs> how many what? I really want to play this goddamn spy movie. Play. Oh, well, I so really like, think you guys. What was are like the Mario it? or the Sonic of the 3DO? <laughs> I have no idea. I'll look it up in just a bit. I, I think up. we should uh, hit play on this uh, clip, and then we can learn more about the uh, the 3DO and the video games afterwards. Who's your Mortal Kombat character? <laughs> it's Sub Zero. Oh, Everybody's in Sub Zero. This, no. this, this clip is getting so loud. I can't. <laughs> Some people are raiding. <laughs> <laughs> How's he doing, Doctor? 
The agent's vital signs are stable, and the surgery's almost finished. Deputy Director! Yes? I've been monitoring the good doctor's progress, and so far, Operation Switcheroo seems to be going smoothly. They've got me strapped against this wall in my underwear. It's for your own protection. I say, Agent, your resemblance to El Greco, it's truly amazing. And when I'm done, they'll be identical. Hair color has been dyed black, eye pigment has been altered to brown, and the agent's fingerprints have been altered to match El Greco's. Once I take that bastard's place, sir, I'll bring down his whole organization. The transformation is almost complete. Good. Because our timetable just moved up. Those terrorists have stashed a bomb somewhere in D.C. And we need you to find out where it is pronto. Agent, are you fully up to date with El Greco's file? Yes, sir. I have it memorized from front to back. Good, good, good. Then you're familiar with the incident he had with the uh, Eastern Indigo Snake when he was nine. Yes, June 14th, 1982. He was bitten on his left butt cheek. And it left a visible scar. This is Subject 71 Sierra, codename Willie. Oh, wait, wait, Deputy Director, is this really necessary? Why would anyone be looking at El Greco's ass? Hey, hey, you must be prepared for anything, Agent. There are innocent American lives at stake. Please keep still, Agent. I have to match you to this photo of El Greco's butt cheek. Here you go, Willie. Right about... Ow! Damn it! And surely you're familiar with the section of his bio that explains what happened to that right nipple of his. Oh, yes. October 5th, 1998. El Greco's right nipple was bitten off by, oh, God, a, a wild dog. Say hello to Subject 36 Bravo, codenamed Scruffy. Um, Deputy Director, sir? Now I apply bacon grease on the right nipple. Do we really have to do this? We're not taking any chances, Agent. Not when innocent American lives are at stake. Uh, uh okay. Uh, I'm ready. Go get it, boy. Supper time. Ah! Ow, my nipple! Wow, that looks painful. Oh, God, that hurts! That looks gruesome. Don't worry, Agent. We'll be sure to monitor Scruffy's fecal defecations. When he expels your nipple, we'll clean it up, sterilize it, and keep it in cold storage. Then, after you finish your mission, there's a slim chance we might be able to reattach it. Uh, probably not. I agree. Probably not. <sighs> okay. I'm ready. Let's go take down these terrorist bastards! Good attitude, Agent. Good attitude, but not so fast. One last detail. El Greco has a very distinct limp in his left leg. Yeah, I know about that. I was gonna fake it. Well, I don't know about faking it. When he was a teenager, El Greco's left kneecap was shattered. Yes, April 28th, 1991. I know, but... By a kick from a mule. And here is Subject 80-Delta, codenamed Lucky. Please! Deputy Director, we don't need to do this. We yes, we do, Agent. Yes, we do. Remember what's at stake? Innocent American lives? Precisely. Now turn around, Lucky. There we are, all lined up and... Boom! Oh, God! Oh, God! Oh, God, the pain! Yes, direct hit. Yeah, that, that animal has good aim. You are a brave man, Agent. True patriot. Are you ready for your mission? Yes. Oh, God, yes. Just please, stop. No more. Okay, we're done. Deputy Director, we've intercepted some high-priority intel from terrorist chatter. El Greco was just attacked by a wild dog, and it chewed off his entire scrotum. What? What? Oh, wow. Also, what? Doctor? I'll get the bacon grease. No! 
Wow, um, that movie looks like it was written terribly. That was like the worst <laughs> writing I've ever seen in a movie ever. Yeah, well, because I don't know, who wrote like, it? Alex Kurtzman or Roboto Orsi? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure there was a time constraint. You know, like maybe the writer didn't have enough time to do a, nah. a, a good healthy rewrite on it. Or it might know, just be a bad it. scene from the movie. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. maybe the rest yeah. of the movie. I, no, because uh, so. I, I read yeah. the uh, read a blur on it, and that was the best scene in the movie. But because the <laughs> thing is, like, like why didn't they just do like makeup uh, on top of his wounds? Because then they would give him. He would need time to heal because uh, El Greco had all this time to heal from like 1991. Well, all I can say is that it's it's the only action movie I know about that's directed by Warner Herzog. And you know, he goes for that freaking accuracy. It's gotta, it's gotta be real. It's gotta be authentic when American lives are at stake. <laughs> this, this is really important, guys. This is the word of God. Alright, I'm gonna shut up. The 3DO Wait. interactive multiplayer, often simply called 3DO, is a video game console originally produced by Panasonic Panasonic. In 1993, oh, yeah. Panasonic. Wow, no shit. Further renditions of the hardware were released in 1994 by Sanyo and Goldstar. Because, you know, Panasonic, Sanyo, and Goldstar have always been fucking huge names <laughs> in, in technology. What about Magnavox? <laughs> yeah. If we get some Magnavox in this bitch, or some Zenith, the 3DO's high price, $699.95. Oh, shit. $700. Wait. Back then, six ninety nine ninety five. That's like a thousand dollars, probably now. Yeah, like fifteen yeah. years ago, were... that was like a CD player back yeah. then. That's amazing. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> they sold five in two thousand nine. Video game website IGN chose the three DO as its twenty second greatest video game console of all time out of its list of twenty five. <laughs> That's <laughs> really low. <laughs> yeah. Who was twenty five? <laughs> well, you know what? Let me find out. It's, it's like paddle ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you know what's amazing about that? It's just it's it it shows you how tough it is to be at the top in the video game world. Uh -huh. There's really only three consoles. It's, it's well, right now, yeah. It's yeah, there's Nintendo, Nintendo Xbox, and Xbox, and PlayStation. That's yeah. really it. Well, well, Nintendo. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The Wii. That's right. The Wii. Yeah. Yeah, but. But they're, they're really kind dropped of the ball falling behind like, now. Like they put all their laurels on Mario, and everything else is just bullshit. Like anything Mario is ton of fun. Just yeah. well, the Wii, and you know, someone, someone. I don't know why I turned to Bill Cosby. Well, the Wii. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, okay, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he said that. Well, that wasn't the other day. It was a couple years ago. It was when the Wii came out, and he was like, "You, me, we make Wii." You know, Rudy, and, um, okay, so my friend told me that, well, and I believe this in a sort of a way, that as opposed to the PlayStation 3 and the Xbox 360, the Wii, Nintendo, they did expand what gameplay actually is. Sure. To get you physically involved. And, of yeah. course, now the Xbox has copied that with Connect. Connect. And mm -hmm. PlayStation has... PS move. But the Wii was the first. But the Wii was the first. And the Wii is... It's, right. it's, Nintendo it's, was the first. It's, they didn't have a huge... Uh, first of all, the graphics, obviously, are not as good as Xbox and PlayStation yeah. 3. But, like, to, to involve, like, actual physical movement It's, to it's it. a workout. I played the boxing game with my friend, and I was exhausted by the end of the round. And it made me appreciate what boxers actually go through. <laughs> <laughs> like in real life. <laughs> no, I mean, so if there's any other podcasters that want to come fight us, uh, you're going to have to yeah. fight through Mike first. Yeah. The bitches. We, we will like, stand. I, I went like three rounds with my friend and he beat the shit out of me. And I was. I was fucking sweating. My arms were like sore. That's so ironic because I played that that Pirates of Caribbean Wii game, and it really makes me appreciate what pirates have done. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> that sweet, so much sweet gold. pussy they took themselves. And like, 
Baron Vaughn, where can your fans find you? Oh, Thank you so much for doing it. Oh, guys, you've been you've been Please. probably one of our favorite guests because hey. we got to talk about all this. No, stuff. It's definitely, yeah. it's been fun. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, you can find me at baronvaughn.com. That's Baron with one R and Vaughn like Vince. B a r o n v a u g h n dot com. Um. <laughs> I'm on the show Fairly Legal on the USA Network. Characters Welcome. I don't know when that's coming on again. I heard April. Who knows? Uh, and then I have my premiere comedy album coming out on the Special Thing Records that I'm calling Raised by Cable. Raised by Cable. Yes. And um, if you're in Los Angeles, I'm doing a album release show at Meltdown Comics on uh, September 8th. Where's that? It's on Sunset in like, Gardner. It's, oh, okay. it's, it's right by my place. It's across cool. the street from like. Oh, you live in West Sunset. Hollywood? Yeah. You live in the non-gay part of West Hollywood. Well, of course I do. Well, my gay friend said, that, like, well, that's not West Hollywood. It's not gay enough. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, yeah, he did. Because there's no I, gay I people over there. Yeah. And he's like, that's not gay enough. I'm like, okay, do you have to speak in the gayest voice ever? <laughs> yes, it's my MO. <laughs> uh, do you have a Twitter account? I do have a Twitter. Oh, okay, but, okay, and this is this name is complicated, but I thought it was the simplest thing ever. Sure. My Twitter is a uh, Bar Von Black. It's B A R V as in Victor O N B as in Boy L A Q Black with a Q. <laughs> That's my email. That's awesome. I mean, my email. That's my uh, Twitter. How did you come up with that? <laughs> it's just it's Baron Vaughn, but with a V in the middle, so it turns it to Bar Vaughn. Very nice. And then black, which I am with a Q. What? When? <laughs> my complexion. <laughs> this whole time, I lost a bet. <laughs> yes, uh, audience, you can't see this, but Baron's black. <laughs> I lost a bet with Jehovah. And <laughs> this is how I came out. <laughs> awesome. That that was the original lyrics to uh, "Devil Came Down to Georgia." <laughs> I lost a bet with Jehovah. He was looking for a soul to see. <laughs> it came out black on like oh my god and he didn't invent the wheel alright thank you so much yeah, thanks, thanks a lot for having you guys appreciate and stick it. around everybody we're about to have the fort wrap up yeah that's a lot of enthusiasm <laughs> Welcome to the Fort Wrap-Up, everybody! Come on, come on, come on, come on! Hold on to your hats! We're recruiting for a posse! We're gonna go find some engines! Yeah! Fort Wrap-Up! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, Baron Vaughn, one more time. Like, yeah. What a great yeah. guest. Very cool guest. Talked about video games. Yeah. A lot of fun. <laughs> that was one of our fun shows. Yeah, we got to talk about like the old school games and... Yeah, yeah, movies and yeah. you know makes me want to go home and play Goldeneye. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> except for Ed because that that game addicted him to no, I, video but, games. That's yeah. right, but I I still have it. That's the reason you quit playing video games though, because you got so addicted to that game. Well, it's like when you play like with friends, it's it's one thing, but it's just when you're by yourself. That's when things get really. That's when you lose yourself. When you get intense, kind of like music, white, the moment. Yeah, <laughs> I turned to White Rabbit, and then just uh, throwing up spaghetti all over my clothes. <laughs> Your mom's spaghetti. Yeah, <laughs> and she's been dead since two thousand. Oh, that's a old. That's vomit. why I'm so fat. I have spaghetti pockets inside my body. <laughs> you have vomit in your system from ten years ago, waiting to come out. That's why I look so terrible. <laughs> uh, you look. Yeah, I think you look fantastic. I. You know what happens, Mike? Uh, I'm I'm kidding when I make fun of myself, and then when you like trying to make me feel better that means that you do kind of believe that i look yeah. awful and you're like oh i'll make you feel yeah, better it, 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 kind of ju- it kind of justifies what he just said yeah. <laughs> it's quite the opposite i know boy. quite the opposite old boy 
<laughs> it goes without saying that. I say I believe that. Yeah. I mean, I, I think both of <laughs> you guys are good-looking guys. You know. God, didn't me too? Now you're on me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God, keep it on Ed, please. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I'm Mike. I'm loved. <laughs> yeah. I'm the Queen of England. Yeah. How's it feel, Mike? <laughs> I, hey, I would never want to be the Queen of England. What? I'm just. I don't like the royal family. She, she gets, she gets, but, but what about the band? Oh, I could be the band. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, you're the rock queen and roll, of England. You know? Yeah, and you chump a mean wiener. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be the queen of England actual than the queen of England band, because she gets to wear the crown jewels. And you love tea. And I love tea and crumpets. Mushroom tea. I've never seen you drink tea and crumpets <laughs> or eat that, crumpets. That's because you've never seen me at my happiest. I really? Yeah. I thought I did see you at your happiest when we were watching uh, Phantasm. Uh, I would hate to think that that's anybody's happiest, Mike. Yeah, I'm afraid not. Happiest would be Teen Crumpets. <laughs> Phantasm, that's like number 10 on my all-time life experiences. What about when what, we're 10? Like, <laughs> Dude, I can think of like at least like 50 experiences that are happier than watching Phantasm. Yeah, did you ever I see Phantasm, right. Yeah. Not I love good. that movie. It's great. It's um, a great concept. In the 80s, watching it now, weird. The fucking Jawas? <laughs> well, yeah, they're like little Jabberwockies, but they're compressed no, from they're another dimension. they're not characters from a book. <laughs> they're compressed they're from not... a different dimension. I mean, there is a good... No, but you don't find that out until later Phantasm movies. They're like a cross between Jawas from Star Wars and Orko. Like, it... Ed, you are very hard to please for uh, horror movies. No, I, I, I hate that. He's being realistic. Ed, Ed doesn't buy into nostalgia. I I am. It's not nostalgia. It's, a it's good story. nostalgia. I'm eager to be pleased. Like, yeah, oh, like I whenever you. I watch a movie, like I want to like it. I want to like it so bad. But then, on you know, like I, I will be like, ah, oh, good effort. But you know, I I don't hate on things. You know, and if something doesn't do go all the way, I'll be like, oh, it was. You know, it was. Yeah, and the good opposite effort. is true. If if Ed is really enthusiastic about something and he has a good experience, he'll like rave about it and he loves yeah. it. You know what, Ed? You're a man of principle. That that's good. He's a man of extremes. I'm fair. Yeah, you're a man of principle. It's good. You stand by your beliefs. You're, you know, I I, I dig it. And I'm I've also seen... a sellout. If anybody wants to give me money, I will say <laughs> your your stuff is awesome. Just uh, you know, show me a little green. Tito's. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't. We, that's not a bribe. I mean, we can just say that Tito's is good. And then Tito's, if you want to sponsor us, please. To be honest with you, like uh, we saw Rise of the Planet of the Apes, it had some flaws, but I had a great time. I thought it was fun as hell. Yeah. See, I did not see it. Uh, I saw the the trailer movie that we hosted, and I didn't think it was that good. <laughs> <laughs> that turned you off from watching. That the was the movie? Uh, the low budget spinoff, but I thought oh. it was pretty good. Oh, okay, like uh, Attack the Block, I saw that, and um, I had fun, but it was uh, the hangover thing where um, too many people said that it was great, so when I saw it, I was like, oh, it was fun, but it wasn't all that. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make an effort not to uh, let other people's opinions affect my uh, expectations when I go to a movie, because I hate it when that happens, when I, when I want to see a movie and I'm really excited and people build it up to me, and then it's, it's not as good as what I was hoping, so I try to go in like, no matter what I heard, blank slate, every time. You know, and just let it let it wash over me like it's the first time I've seen it. So, Kevin, what's okay. been going on with your dating life? Uh, you've you've actually met someone, and you're texting with her. Uh, and... Yeah, the, yeah, the girl I met at speed dating. We've been texting for like four, for like four weeks now, but she lives so far uh, away. Where she live? She lives in Ventura. So the only time... wait, Ventura County. Well, the city of Ventura, yeah. Ventura that's like County. a half hour away. That's not far. That's not a half hour Wait, away. a half hour away? No, that's more like an hour and a half. Yeah, it's almost, that's almost that's like right in front of Santa Barbara. Quit, yeah, quit exactly. jumping on me like I said I'm a member of the Tea Party. <laughs> we're, just, <laughs> we're, we're just disagreeing with you by jumping on you. <laughs> 
But yeah, we live in LA, and Ventura is at least about an yeah. hour plus. But it's weird though, because we have, we haven't actually like met up in person yet. You know, after the speed dating, so we have to judge each other's personalities just based on like four weeks of texts. She went to yeah. A, she went to a speed dating contest down in LA when and, she lives up in Ventura in Santa Monica. Yeah, isn't that kind of weird? Well. Yeah, why would but you, she do but that? You, well, I don't, because but have you seen the dudes? <laughs> if if you live in Ventura, like we are pretty hot commodities, like we're rock stars. And so she, and she does come to L.A. a lot. She used to live here, so she comes here a lot to like hang out with friends. I and mean, stuff. she moved three counties like down. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, but she probably has cheap rent. But you know, she wants our rock star wieners. All right. So what happened? Well, in the texting and stuff, <laughs> she it's it's kind of weird. I don't know if there's I don't I'm not a big fan of LOL. Or like the LMFAO. Or Wait, LOL, like, like laugh out loud? Laugh out loud. Yeah, but if she's cute, you put up with it. But it, but, it, but she uses Wait, are you it, talking about just the... In the text. Oh, in I texting, yeah. You but, don't like doing the the short form. LOL, yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, or and like the happy faces and the LMFAO. Actually, she if did, a girl she, is cute, put up with it. She did one that I'd never heard of before. I'll, I'll, I'll quiz you guys. Okay. Um, SMH. You know what that means? SMH. I'll put I'll put it in context. The text was, she was talking about she had a really busy weekend. She's like, oh man, I had such a crazy weekend. Whoo boy, I was doing so much stuff. Oh, SMH. Uh, okay, shit so, my house. <laughs> I was gonna say, so many hoodlums. No, what is it? <laughs> shaking my head. What? Yeah, shaking my head. Wait, like, I have never heard that. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Either. Stupid. Hey, I don't know. If it's I would stupid. never even say that. <laughs> Wait. You, you, I would never even do that. Like if, I, if I was just like, "Oh man, um, uh, do, do I want to? Do I want to go see uh, a Tyler Perry movie?" Well, I'm, no, I'm shaking my head right now. <laughs> no, it's not shaking my head to to say no. It's uh, shaking my head just be like, "Oh boy, I've I've I've, I've been that's a terrible. I've one. been so busy. I've, I've never heard it before. I thought maybe it was a common thing that I just no that. Now I hate her. Yeah. Well, no, there's there's so many. Good new, lord, on a dime you turn. Uh, there's damn. so many new. Like phrases, yeah, texting go acronyms yeah. going around, yeah. I mean that that's crazy. Like, I mean, just type it out. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Yeah, my texts are way longer than her texts. Her texts yeah. are very, very short. But she uses LOL like punctuation, like even in the place of like, quest- just of, like question marks, like uh, like what are you doing? LOL. Or that doesn't you- make any sense. Like, what are you doing? And then she's laughing out loud maniacally. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't like, make that any sounds like a sense. serial killer. That means she's that weird. That means she's a freak in the sheets. And also, I hate it when people LOL their own text. Not, not she doesn't just do this. Like other people I know do this, where they'll like, yeah. they'll text me something funny and then LOL it at the end and be like, "Don't laugh out loud at your own shit that you're sending me." That's why I, I got you. That and I mean, me I'm not gonna lie. I laugh. At, I laugh at my own my own joke sometimes. But you don't. And that's weird. You don't type <laughs> LOL. <laughs> <laughs> I don't type them necessarily, but I, I do laugh at my own jokes, you know. But you don't LOL your own jokes. That's no, I guess that's the the text manifestation of that. Yeah. Like if I ever text yeah. you guys something funny and I like and I at the end I put like LMFAO, like I don't know, just next time you see me block like, you. Yeah, block you. Yeah, block punish me for a weekend. Block sure. me. Yeah. No, I I, think, I'll deserve it. I think if I ever send something that's over the top ridiculous, I would I would follow it up with I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> We become such a, a text nation. Yeah, she doesn't even want to call. Like I like I've called. Well, her that, that's times the thing. Like you've got. Yeah, Twitter. how many times have you talked to her on the phone? Never. You've never talked to her on the phone. Not even. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. The whole thing has just been text. And you're going up to Ventura. No, I, have not. you called her? I have called her. Yeah, I called her once the first time, and I went to voicemail. And, and was her voicemail? Mm, this is Julia. <laughs> <laughs> Leave a message at the tone. <laughs> is she Miss Miss Havisham? Uh, What's that? Great expectations. 
Uh, no, uh, Jane. Uh, yeah, Great Expectations. Yeah. Um, you never did. You ever read? No. What is that? Uh, Great Expectations. Did you ever see the movie with Ethan Hawke? Yeah. Okay. I'm just going off the South Park episode with that, fun of it. <laughs> that movie actually uh, misrepresented the book because at the end of the book, there's no happy ending. But that movie had a happy ending. The guy never ends up with a girl. Miss so, Miss Haversham is Ms. Haversham. the mother of a girl that the guy is trying to get with. She's yeah. completely the, bitter. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, I know. I know who the lady is now. Oh, okay, all right. but I know I knew the name. I just, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, as, go on. As, I, I digress. As far as I know, she's not Miss Haversham. I, I don't think you could really tell if somebody is by text. Well, does she drink whiskey and smoke a cigarette? She's never texted that she does that. Okay. Those things. Yeah, right. But she drank four well, gin and tonics that night of speed dating. But what if her voice? Oh, well, you've wait, heard the her night voice, of speed right? dating. Yeah. yeah. And then she drove back to Ventura? No, no, no. She, she was with two friends who, uh, who were driving. Yeah. But hey, don't judge her. Yeah, Why she not, likes to no, party. Yeah, like, nothing, if, nothing if you're, if you're a girl and you're going to face Kevin Ford, I'm going to want to be Lucy Goosey <laughs> exactly. because he's intimidating. You know I'm what? very intimidating. I do apologize when you judge, <laughs> but I don't think it's tough to face Kevin. He's a very good And also, good to guy. her defense, uh, gin tonic's delicious. Oh, oh no, no I'm not true, saying yeah. that was a bad thing. I was just Mike was asking what she drinks, and that's the only thing I've heard her... Mentioned drinking. I'm just wondering why she went all the way down here. I'm just wondering if she has a bad reputation in Ventura. No, I'm because like, dude, finding love in Ventura. Like, I, okay, I could see, see that. You've too. grown yeah. up in Southern California, like all your life. If I was in Ventura's Salinas, a little I was just tough. Like, Ventura's a little tough. Yeah, I yeah, can see yeah. that. Yeah, so I don't know. It might be nice, Kevin. You could get have, have like a weekend getaway every now and then. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for. Yeah, or or, or something substantial weekend getaway. You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So what? Where, where are you going next with this? What, what's happening? Well, I don't know. Like the the next five weeks, um, I only have one weekend free. Like, uh, so yeah, because Kevin, you're traveling like mad. I'm a traveling man. I got, I got, I'm, I'm booked. You're flying all, all over, the over place. California. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so hopefully next weekend we can meet up because otherwise, then I'm, I'm gone. Like the next. Can you guys meet up during the week? I don't want to go to Ventura. No, make her come down. Night. Yeah, but then I feel bad making her come down. That's a long make drive. her come down. Make her come down on a weeknight. Yeah. That's crazy. If she loves you. Why would you well, love Well, the guy usually asks Why wouldn't she love you? Yeah. Because she's never met me in person. Aren't you got a sweet dong? Well, she doesn't know you that. Have a, you have TV. Okay, TV is pretty common in most You have a really nice TV, Kevin. Should I take a picture of my TV and text it to her? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but I have on the TV a picture of your dong. <laughs> <laughs> and then a thumbs up in front of the TV with a picture of my dong. <laughs> I, you know, I still don't get that culture of like taking a picture of your dong and emailing it to someone. I wouldn't do it. But or texting it to someone. I would be very complimented and flattered if somebody texted me their dong. <laughs> and, oh. and I was a girl. Hold on, Kevin. <laughs> and you're a girl, right? <laughs> Why though? But like, what, what? Wait, hang on, guys. I just got a text. Hang on, let me see this. What Ed gratification Valdez. does the guy get out of it? I mean, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, Ed, you texted me your dong. You like it? Oh, I do. I'm so flattered. Leave that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but hey, thank you everybody for listening to the Fort Podcast. Yeah, been amazing. Woo! Fort uh, Podcast. Uh, like I said, if you could leave a comment on our iTunes or our website, we would love you. Happy Bears trails, Buckaroo. That's yeah. been the Fort wrap up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah!